and welcome to the third episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm going to be doing these next, this episode and the episode after this a bit differently because I'm still not sure how I want to go with this. These episodes are going to be more, less of like, more straight facts. Might be a bit shorter, might be a bit longer depending on how much information I have. Um, first of all, I would like to say thank you for the amount of followers on Instagram. Never thought I would ever get that far. I believe last time I checked I have 155 fucking hell that is insane i never thought i would get that far um other than that i'm sorry for the fact that these have become bi-weekly just for the fact of there's so i've got a lot to deal with and i was unable to keep up with the amount of work i had set myself so yeah anyway let's get on to it in this episode i'll be covering robert Burdella. robert Burdella. um his full name is Robert Andrew Badella and his nicknames were the Kansas City Butcher and Bob. Sounds quite Bob boring. Kansas City Butcher and Bob. I know I said I wouldn't joke around, but I had to. Anyway, let's go. His his date of birth was on January thirty first, nineteen forty nine. During um, Badella was born in Ohio in nineteen forty nine, and he was raised Catholic. Though he stopped attending church services when he was a teenager. His father, who would often beat him with a leather strap, he worked as a die setter for the motor company Ford. His mother was a homemaker. When he was seven years old, he had a younger brother. The younger brother, named Daniel, slowly and surely became the father's favourite. Badella did very well in school, although often his teachers found it very difficult to teach him and he was very often bullied by other students. When he was five it was found out that he was severely nearsighted and had to start wearing thick glasses. Um, when Badella was 15 he took a dive for the worse in his life. First of all what happened was his father died of a heart attack at the age of 39. His mother remarried shortly and Badella did not want that to happen. So other, the third thing that happened he he claimed around about then that the same time he was sexually assaulted by a male co-worker at the restaurant he worked at. A, he was a loner and around this time he saw a 1965 adaptation of the Robert Fowles book called Robert Fowles' book, The Collector. This is about a man who abducts a young woman and holds her captive in his basement. Later on, it was said that it this made a lasting impression on him, and you can and looking at it, you can clearly see that it did. In 1967, at the age of 18, Badella enrolled in Kansas City Art Institute, hoping to become a professor, but instead he decided to pursue a career as a chef. During the time in art school, he this is when his um, stuff started to get worse. Um, during times art school, he engaged in animal torture torture at least three times during two of them he tortured a duck and a chicken and the third experimenting with sedatives and a tranquil and tranquilizers on a dog he also began a criminal career abusing alcohol and selling drugs at the age of 19 he was arrested for possession of lsd and marijuana he was released only after five days due to the lack of evidence that was put against him in 1969 he dropped out of school and successfully became and then went on to successfully become a full-time chef. As a member of the local chef's association, he self-set up training for, which was a training program for expiring chefs. He was also a member of the his local crime prevention and neighbourhood watch, watch association. When he was 32, he quit working 
as a cook and said opened his own store Bob's, called Bob's Bazaar Bazaar. Um, this shop sold all kinds of random things and antiques. Um, in this time, he'd also come out as being gay. It was said that he'd had a brief relationship with a Vietnam veteran and and it although and it although it didn't last instead of having relationships he started hanging out with male prostitutes befriending them and helping them out and sometimes even helping them or trying to help them out of prostitution in july of 1984 badella is believed to have started killing this is when his killing spree almost was thought to have started in this instant he drugged one of his friends a prostitute named jerry howell and he started to keep him in his basement and torturing him, torturing him, and repeatedly raping him over a night before fatally asphyxiating him. In April of the next year, another friend of Badella, Robert Sheldon, came to stay with him for a few days, and held Catcliffe in his basement just like Hal before him. At first, Badella had changed his mind about keeping him in his basement, and then he decided to take him to a doctor to have his injuries treated. Not long after this, um, he Badella changed his mind and returned Sheldon back to Sheldon back to his basement. On April fifteenth, a worker came on a workman came to do some work on Badella's home, forcing Badella to fatally suffocate Sheldon so he wouldn't be heard. In June of the same year, Badella found Mark Wallace, who had helped him do some yard work, hiding in his tool shed, tool shed to seek shelter from a storm. He soon found himself in worse trouble when Badella invited himself in the house, drugged and started holding him captive. After a few hours of torture, he was killed just like his previous victims and in September he picked up James Ferris at a gay bar, invited him home and took captive. After weeks of torture, he was finally killed. Um, of June of 1960, 86 Badella Lord Todd stops a male prostitute who had actually known for quite some time back to his house and held him captive before six weeks before then finally killing him as well the next year he bailed Larry Pearson out of prison and started holding him prisoner in his basement killing him after six weeks in March of 1988 he abducted his last known victim this was a prostitute named Chris Bison Bryson but Bryson and put him him put him in his basement like the others before him. When while Badella was at work, Bryson was able to break free from his basement and was able to escape by jumping the second floor window a second floor window and ran to a neighbour's house, wearing nothing but a dog collar around his neck and called the police. This is when Badella's killings finally came to an end. When they when the police went his dungeon was finally exposed with all the polaroids of his victims and his torture logs and remains of his victim were found on the property i, I forgot to mention um he he would often take pictures of his um victims and also log the torture and all that stuff um Badella ultimately made a deal to avoid the death penalty in, in exchange for a full confession Badella spent only a few years in prison before dying of a heart attack in 1992 some time earlier he had claimed in a letter that the prison staff were withholding his heart medication hang on let me just zoom in because i wrote this really small i'm going to note off the known victims 
Um, so, yeah. His first victim in 1984 was Jerry Howell. In Jerry Howell was 20. He was tortured by electric shock and sodomy and asphyxiated the next day. In 1985, two were killed. One of them being Robert Sheldon, who was 18. Um, he was tortured by electric chair sodomy and injecting Drano into his left eye, suffocating with a, suffocated with a plastic bag. Later, kept his head. His Badella kept his head. Actually, misread it. There was three in 1985. The second one was Mark Was, who was 20. He was tortured by sodomy and then asphyxiated the next day. Um... Um, Walter James Ferris, who was age 20, was tortured and asphyxiated like the previous victim. In 1986, Todd Stotts, who was 21, was tortured by sodomy and injecting Drano into his eyes and a voice box. And voice box. And he died of asphyxiation. No, not asphyxiation. Word I can't say. Because um, I can't speak English. Larry Wayne Pearson, age 20, was tortured by beating and suffocated with a plastic bag on and Badella kept his head. His last victim, his last known victim was in 1988 and was Chris Bison, Bryson, who who was 22. He was abducted, raped, tortured and intended to kill. He escaped 5 days later and that's when his killing spree finally stopped or supposedly stopped as it, they don't know if they had, he had other victims. The criminal charges that were put against him were two counts of first degree murder, four counts of second degree murder, one count of se- selling am- amphetamines. I can't speak, speak the word but it's drugs basically. Six counts of sodomy, one card, one one charge of assault which was later then dropped in the plea deal that he was able to get and then numerous counts of sexual assault fucking hell man he's messed up i'm i didn't realize how quickly i got through all that stuff um because i feel bad i am going to give a sneak preview on my next episode because i'm lovely like that um (laughs) my next episode is going to be the I think so far of what I've got planned um, is both Harold Shipman and Christopher Dunch as they both have the nickname of Dr. Death and so I thought that it would go hand in hand that they go together. I'm sorry that this episode has been quite short. I'm just running out of time recently and everything has been all over the place. And there is something I've actually wanted to do. Me just open up Instagram on my laptop. Um, I completely forgot to do this. Uh, Instagram. Where's it? Why do I never have Instagram open when I actually need it? I was supposed to find something. Yeah, as I said, Niela, thank you for the 155 followers. Just checked it. Thank you very much. I never thought that I would ever get 50, like I said. Um... There are a few things I actually want to promote. Um, I suggest one podcast which I found quite like nice or my thing is Cheaps and Therapy podcast. You can find it on 
uh, Google Podcasts, and you can also find them on Instagram where they've got a link, I believe, to a Linktree account. Yeah. Um, it is... I myself love the podcast. I do love it. Um, another thing that I would like to... Well, um, thingy out is the Ordered Chaos podcast. I have um, actually like listening and I find it really good it might do well if you want to go I suggest you give it to a listen it's very good and I absolutely love it it's a great podcast and I feel like it would just be good another two is bite time bite-sized crime pod love it to pieces it's a great one um it's small episodes about 10 minutes I believe where um it's just based on true life crime, more like this episode where it's just the straight fact. Facts. I'm very sorry about my grand, my cat meowing. She's just woken up, haven't you, dumbass? Yes, I call my cat dumbass all the time. Um, what else was I gonna say? Blah 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 blah. Oh, also, there's if you are into reading, which is great. If you are, there's this book. It's not about true crime, but it's about. Hang on, let me just get it because it's over here. I'm currently recording this while sitting on the floor because I couldn't be bothered to hit my chair because it was really squeaky. Um, I, the, the book called The Frighteners by Peter Laws, Why We Love Monsters, Ghosts, Death and Gore is a really good book. I suggest it. It's a book basically detailing why that. And the bit I'm, I've only just started it, but I'm, I believe I'm 25 pages in on the second chapter and I absolutely love it. I suggest you give it a read because um, I have this weird thing with like books that if they, the writing style isn't good, I can't read it. It's like there's two books I read. One of them was Unsolved Mysteries. I can't remember the author and Inside Broadmoor. I loved both of them, but with the Inside Broadmoor, I just couldn't get with the writing style. So it took me ages to read. But I do suggest you read um, The Frighteners by Peter Laws. Unsolved Mysteries and Inside Broadmoor. Even though the Inside Broadmoor isn't my writing style, it's still very interesting. Um, and all that. Another book, I'm just listing off random books that I can see from where I'm currently sitting because I feel like I need to fill in. But anyway, it's good. And also, another book that I would really suggest is The Suspicions of Mr. Witcher. Um by Kate Summerscale. It is a really good book. I absolutely love it. I also love the other book, The Haunting of Amanda Fielding, I believe. I love that book. I have not unread it. It's a great book. Yeah. I believe there is another book which I wanted to thingy to like suggest. I can't remember it. I'll think of it later. But it is a really good book. The, the books I've mentioned are really good. Next episode, I plan to give almost like a like give a list of some really good documentaries um to thing one of them um that i have been really obsessed with lately is world's most evil killers i believe it's called it's really good it's a bit different to true detective on netflix which i suggest you give a listen but it's still very interesting they did one on william Suff, and each of them even though it's the same information they both present it in a different way where you almost pick out different bits of key information so you can piece the 
thing together and it's very interesting so i really suggest you give true detective a listen and also world's most famous killers you've also got britain's most famous killings killers that is a very interesting program as well i'm very sorry for just rambling and doing this really fast for some unknown reason i am really nervous and when i get nervous i talk really quickly but i haven't had time this week to properly record so i'm recording this on the tuesday the thing this isn't getting i've decided that i'm not going to edit them as much because i just feel like that like one thing i do love about podcasts is when it's like almost like you're talking to a friend and that's your whole reason why i started one other than finally having like an outlet for my thing is it's almost just like you're talking someone and that's what i really like so that's why i'm always almost keeping it like a conversation type thing because I just find that it's a bit more interesting in my way for me anyway because and also it makes it easier um what else was I gonna say um another book that I've been um yeah other um there are yeah um I will keep updating people on other I will keep updating you on books that are good to read if you like reading if you like listen podcasts which if you're listening to this and you like listening to podcasts of course you like listening to them i'm going insane anyway um i'm so sorry about me i'm going insane today i've hardly slept um yeah so very sorry for this mess and i will um keep updated on instagram um instagram i don't leave pause in between it Ugh. um on instagram and I will, um, be, feel free to DM me and all that shit, um, if you want, like, any help, no, not help, what's the word, I couldn't think of it last time as well, any improvements, yeah, um, constructive criticism, there will be a lot, because this is terrible, but, eh, it helps me, um, I, and I will see, and I will, I don't know, I don't know, I always can't do outros, they confuse me, I don't know why, anyway, I will, I'll be back in, not next week, but next week, the week after next, two weeks, yeah, and I hope that you have a very good time until then, and I will see you, no, I won't see you, you will hear from me, you will hear from me later on, and this is the third episode of Not Another True Crime Podcast, I, and I hope that you have a good week, bye!